Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Hey, Trey. Hey, Marcus. Mark, since you've been away for a while, uh, would you like to be the first to ask Trey a question? Yes, Trey. Yes. Super Bowl, who's winning? What does that have to do with the Razorbacks? We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. Okay. I think the Rams are going to win. I think I'll be pulling for the Bengals. Okay. Brandon. Brandon Allen. Get Brandon Allen a Super Bowl ring. ring. Yeah. Yeah. It's been since, what, 88 since the Bengals have been. Uh, So they've never won. They've never never won. Never won. In fact, the Rams only won one. So, yeah. For for the NFL, it's probably a pretty good deal because they've got new teams that have combined for one Super Bowl win. It's probably a pretty good deal. Right. The Rams won in St. Louis also. That's correct. Not the same, but and probably should have won won two with Kurt Warner. But um, they got a good team. They've been knocking at the door, um, you know, even though it was with a different quarterback. But it just feels like, you know, it just kind of feels like their year. But, um, I don't know. I'll be rooting on the Bengals for some reason. I'm not sure why. I yeah. guess Brandon Brandon Allen is enough. Yeah, I agree. So were you in uh, Were you in Bud Bud Walton the other day? No, I watched on TV. We only get two tickets, and Andrew Ellis and Kurt Wilkerson are okay. primary basketball guys. So, so they go. Well, where does that rank for, for atmosphere? For well, you? from everything that I'm hearing from. You know, watching on TV was incredible. First of all, and you could, you know, you could tell. <laughs> but um, you know, for you know, I always think back to that '99 Auburn game um, as being pretty spectacular. Mm-hmm. Um, the Kentucky game last year was that last year with Calipari getting ejected. Uh, that was insane. Um, you know, the the one with Qualls Dunk. I was there for those. Um, that was insane. It, it it's got to be way up there just from. What everybody's saying, what you know, everybody that I've talked to that was at the game. I mean, I thought the Miss, I was at the Mississippi State game before that. I thought that was pretty wild, and mm-hmm. um, you know, this one obviously blew that out of the water. So uh, it, it's got to be way up there. I think a point that Rick made, uh, probably as much as anything, was the sustained amount mm-hmm. of right. energy that was right. from the beginning. Uh, all the way through overtime, and certainly we saw the energy after the game was over, but uh, with the rushing the court. But that, mm-hmm. to me, may have been as as impressive as anything, Trey. Uh, guys, yeah. was the fact that it was sustained the entire game. I would I would argue that in my time, you know, watching Arkansas sports, covering them these last 19 years, I would argue that in the same academic calendar year, we have seen the two best combined mm. performances for football and basketball by Razorback fans with the Texas game and this yeah. Auburn game. Mm. I would agree with that. Mm. I, I think you go back to I, – I keep bringing up the Kentucky game of 93 and Barnhill. Obviously, Barnhill was more raucous than Bud Walton is on, on a consistent every-game basis. Basketball was still kind of a new toy back then. 
Now Arkansas is more established. But I will say, I've said it, I said it earlier on the in the week, Kevin Trainer, who's been there a long time now, said that it's the loudest he's ever heard when opponents were shooting free throws. Because usually when you when you see the opponent goes to the line, it's the fans in the end that he's facing. They're all loud and up and all that kind of stuff. This was the whole crowd trying to, to keep him from making free throws, and they missed their last seven. I, I, who's ever seen anything like that? Yeah, yeah. They def- There's no question they had a, a huge impact. I'm not sure that – I mean, I don't know that Auburn – if Auburn is number one, but I don't know that anybody would have gone in there and beaten no. them that night with the way the crowd was. Auburn's pretty good, I, I think. Chuck Barrett said last night on the air he thinks they can still win the national championship, and, they th- and he thinks – Oh, yeah. He thinks There's they're no a better – a better shot than Kentucky out of the SEC to win. So who knows? I, and I like them to win. It. I mean, yeah. um, Kessler is unreal. Yes, I he, mean, he is. He and is. So he's Smith, getting, he's getting better and better. Yeah. Jabari Smith is like Kevin Durant, and I mean, they didn't even have their you know their they starting their point, point guard. guard. That's right. You know, and that says a lot about Auburn. You know, to go into an environment, and that was obviously a weakness for them. I mean, that was that was something they were struggling with. So, yeah, um, I absolutely think that they have a chance. It's amazing how far this conference has come from. Yeah, I mean, it was not that long ago when we're talking about getting two teams. Yeah, from this conference in the SEC or in the NCAA tournament, and it was just like it was just Florida and Kentucky. <laughs> I mean, um, you know when. I believe it was Slob who was kind of like, you know, talking about, you know, the, the new ESPN deal and all that stuff. And, hey, it's time to, to amp things up with um, with basketball in this conference. And you saw that with the coaching hires that, that soon followed. I mean, look at the, that look to the me cast of the biggest difference. Yeah. The cast of coaches across this league. And mm-hmm. um, it's been that way for a while, even, you know, at Alabama before they had Oates, you know, getting uh, Avery Johnson was. I mean, that was a big-time hire at the time, you know. Uh, Mike Anderson, that was a, you know, getting yeah. him from Missouri, that was a big-time right. hire at the time. Uh, so they've been doing it for a while, and it's – but right now, I mean, it's as good as it's ever been in this conference. As yeah. good as it's ever been. Yeah. Talk like about Allen. Yes. yes. I mean, you can go down the line. Yeah. Uh, Rick Barnes. Yeah. Buzz hey, Williams. Martin. Buzz hey, Williams at Texas uh, A&M. I mean, he, they're State, not, like, setting the world on fire, but that guy's got yeah. a heck of a resume. Hey, Mississippi State's coach won the national championship. Yeah, Ben Howell. So, at, not there, but at UCLA. So, yeah, yeah it's it's pretty amazing. Tom Crean used to coach at Indiana. I mean, yes. they're, you know, they're the, yeah. they're the bottom of the pair. And he's about to he may get fired, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. he's, you know, he coached at Marquette and coached at, uh, coached at Indiana, you know. I mean, he was at one time, he was a real hot shot coach, hot shot young coach. Yes, he was. So, um, Rick, I mean, you South Carolina, South Carolina was in the Final Four not long ago. I That's mean, exactly Frank Martin, right. you know, yeah. and he did great things at Kansas State before yes, he, he went to – South Carolina. I mean, yes, he did. Would you research that on uh, Ben Howland? I think he got him back-to-back uh, Final Fours, but I don't think they actually won it. Oh, did he not win? Okay, no, hold I on. I thought that he did. He won it. Uh, maybe not. Wasn't he, the, wasn't he the coach when they played Arkansas? No. 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 Okay. No. No. Okay. no. Shows what no, I know. That was Jim. He was probably uh, Harry Pitt then. Okay, Jim Harry. Well, then you're right. Howland didn't win the national championship. You're right. I don't have to research that. You're right. All right, let's check in with uh, Trevor. Trevor, good afternoon. Welcome to Drive Time Sports. Hey, how's it going? Good, thank you, Trevor. Good. 
I've got a couple things. One thing for Randy and one for Trey. Um, Randy, are you seriously taking advice on uh, your built line rivalry with David? Absolutely. I, there's uh, a couple things that I would tell you about that. Um, and one of them is uh, to find out what body type you are. There's three main body types. There's endomorph, ectomorph, and uh, mesomorph. And you can find out what body type you are. You can go online and find a quiz. Um, and it'll once you understand your body a little bit more and how your body works when it comes to losing weight, it, it makes it a lot easier. Um, and the second well, thing... Well, if he was an uh, endomorph, we wouldn't be in the situation in the first place. <laughs> that's true. That's true. You know you're one of two. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping. I was hoping. Actually, you'd say, Trevor, I need to go to Dondi's and eat all the hush puppies and catfish that I could eat. You know, I was, go ahead. I was there on Saturday. Go to Dondi's, eat all the shrimp you want. It's super lean. Uh, you know, I, I went over there and probably ate, you know, several pounds of shrimp on Saturday and wound up uh, losing weight the next day. But, um, <laughs> but do that. Figure out uh, what type of body type you are, and then. Uh, the second thing I would do is, if you got a smartphone, download um, the My Fitness Pal, um, and you'll you'll fill in a bunch of bunch of questions, um, and it'll tell you exactly what your body needs um, as far as it'll break it down by carbohydrates and calories and protein and fat and all that. And uh, you can, it's got pretty much any food out there, and you can just kind of type it in, and it'll tell you where you're at. And I just kind of, when I was losing weight, I did that, and uh, I view it like a bank account. And uh, once you run out of money for that day, you're done. Um, but anyway, that's just well, my, my the advice. The good thing about those apps, too, Randy, is after a while, you know, you know what you eat. And after a couple of months of entering those things, you already know, and you'll be able to keep it in your head. You know, also, that's you can exactly eat a lot right. of celery. Celery is a negative calorie food. By the time you're done chewing celery and digesting it, you've burned more calories than the celery actually has. You're throwing it up because it tastes. <laughs> that's true. Pickles are that way, too. Huh. Uh, pickles are that way too, but you got to watch out on yeah. the pickles. They got a lot of sodium, and you want to retain the water. Yeah, um, know about but, that. But uh, anyway, that's my advice. Uh, the thing I got for Trey, Trey, who's the uh, the the linebacker transfer from Alabama? Is that Drew Sanders? Is that Drew his name? Sanders? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, what are you uh, you thinking on if you were to project him? I know he's coming from Alabama as a linebacker, but he's mm-hmm. he's awfully big. You think he's gonna? you know, maybe be a stand-up rush-in or something when he comes to Arkansas? No, I think he'll be or a line. I think they'll do some things with him where maybe they move him down to the line. I don't know for sure, um, but I think that he's probably going to play Mike and with Bumper Pool playing Will. Uh, I think there's a pretty clear path to playing time for him. Unfortunately, I don't know that he's going to have a whole lot of competition for starting. You know, Chris Paul's probably the next best linebacker on campus, and he's just – um, I, I guess he's just going to be a redshirt freshman, so he's a young guy. So I think it's a pretty clear path for him to get on the field pretty early. And I could see him – I could see them possibly maybe doing some things where he's more linebacker but also maybe put his hand in the dirt, kind of like the opposite of Trey Williams where he was mostly – not that he always had his hand in the dirt, but he was mostly lined up on the line of scrimmage. But every once in a while he dropped back to linebacker, so I could see maybe – a little bit opposite of that, where he's mostly linebacker and then a little bit on the line yeah. of scrimmage, because he is, you know, six four and a half, six five. Right, and see, you know, whenever I see that body type of 
or what you know what I read of Drew Sanders. Uh, the body type kind of reminds me of uh, what Ohio State had with Chase Young a few years ago, and I, you know, it'd be nice to have somebody like that. You know, that would be nice. Defense. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, that's all I had. Um, you know, I'll uh, I'll let y'all go, and y'all have a great weekend. Thank you, Trevor. All yeah. right, Trey, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback from Big Keith in the house. Uh, Trey, um, can you ask Trey why he doesn't do a walk and talk after basketball? Just main, mainly <laughs> a football guy. I'm going Cincinnati by 10. I was watching the women's basketball game last night with the same friends who never watched the women's game ever, and they were saying it's so much just like the men's basketball game. And I said, mm-hmm. yes, it is. And they asked, how many periods do they have? And I said, it depends on, oh, good gracious, Keith. Uh, they play four quarters is what they play. I do like one of the rules they have in the, in the women's game. Um, I think it's only at the end of the, of the half. I think that's right. I know it's at the end of the game. I like the NBA. Call a timeout. And uh, the ball is advanced from the backcourt to the front court, And... Um, uh, you save all that time moving the ball forward, and you don't have to worry about the uh, turnover in the backcourt. So I like that. I like that change. So as far as the walk and talk, um, and I, I think I've mentioned this before, but Curtis is our primary basketball guy. He does a great job with breaking down all the analytics and, you know, everything. And after the games, he does uh, a stand-up. After the big games, like after this Auburn game, he does a stand-up usually, you know, Bud Walton or wherever he might be, um, where, you know, his live reaction. It's it's not a walk and talk. He didn't want to do the same thing I do, obviously. Um, but it's just a, a stand-up where he talks for about 10 minutes about everything that happened in the game. does a good job with it. Uh, I would suggest anybody check it out. Yeah, but the, the, he doesn't get fired up like you do, though. Well, I mean, I mean that, that's, that's part of the excitement of watching the walk and talk to see how excited you get. I mean, if it's a loss, you really get angry. I mean, you just stomp around. When you win, you know you. Uh, everybody, like everybody knows how I'm feeling all the time. Yeah, there's no question <laughs> that. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. say you Curtis wear your emotions on your sleeve, but, but I, you definitely uh, are very, uh, yeah. very visible. Everybody knows you. how I feel when I walk yeah. into the room. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, it's just. Uh, we even know, I don't know. when you walk I, in the I'm press box. That people like it as much as they do. I always say that, but they they seem to. Yeah, you know when I walk in the press box. Yeah, we even know how you feel. I've got one of those faces too. I got one of those faces when you walk by, then I know you've had a bad morning. You know when you snarl at me. Well, that's every time I walk by you, Randy. Well, that's true. Okay, so I guess I need something you do to me. Razorback Bob, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, I got something, Trey. Um, Randy, can I pull a Trey Beatty and just say, hey, guys. Hey, guys. I love that. That just, that just groups everybody in together and includes well, everybody. Well, he, he gets right to the point. You got you know, to Venmo me a dollar, though. Short, short and sweet. Uh, you get royalty off that, Trey. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know what we deserve, but, man, what what's, what a couple of beautiful days in, here in February. Um, just enjoying the day. But, um yeah, Randy, when you nice. when you had when you when you had the the shot man on a while ago, Mr. Scotty Thurman uh-huh. reminded me I was uh, down. Oh, it was probably three or four years after he graduated. 
and uh, I was down in Louisiana doing carriage rides, and there was a gentleman came up, and he was all decked out in Razorbacks, everything Razorback. Got talking to him, and I said, you a Razorback fan? He said, oh, yeah. He said, uh, I got a son played a little ball up there. And I said, you did? I said, who was it? I probably know him. He said, Scotty Thurman. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he played a little ball, all right. But, uh, yeah. Randy, I, if I was a little taller and a little slimmer and a little younger, uh, I kind of got a, a pretty good idea how we can beat the far out of Kentucky when they come to town. We just need to get some guys dressed up like Kentucky Wildcats, get out there and dance on that hog and – I believe that'll do the trick, don't you? <laughs> well, it's about timing. You know, I, I don't know what would have happened if Auburn had done that without Arkansas out on their end of the floor to pay attention to what they were doing. But, uh, yeah, I well, guess. If they'd have done it during the shoot-around, right? Yeah, nobody had known, right? Yeah, nobody had known. Yeah, they was in the locker room, and uh, they uh, they didn't like it. They was going to. But, um, Trey, uh, Wes Moore, I don't know if you've heard him, um, last day or two, yeah, no, Wes. but he's convinced he's convinced that as high as Arkansas got for this game and and everything that Alabama's got to play for, he does not believe Arkansas. He thinks that they'll be still, you know, riding that hype, and he think uh, he don't think mm-hmm. that we're going to be able to go down there and beat uh, beat Alabama. And, and I, the reason I disagree, and I want to get your comments. If we had if we had nothing but freshmen and sophomores, I could kind of see that. But we we've got some we've got some veterans guys and in, in the coach that we've got. I'm just curious of uh, 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 what your what's your thoughts on it. But I believe we're going to go down and beat them. Randy, if I can, can I get his answer for? I'm out here working, so sure, go right ahead. I think that Arkansas is going to win the game, but I do I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put any money on it just because I, I do agree with what Wes says. I, I just think it's so difficult to get up for a game again like that. Now, Alabama's not Auburn. They're not as good, but it's still in their house, and they're going to be rowdy. And, I mean, Alabama has a good football team, or obviously. They have a good <laughs> basketball team also. Um, but it's going, to be, it's going to be a challenge, and I always say, you know, uh, take care of your business at home, and when you go on the road, give yourself a chance to win at the end. And if you do that, then you know maybe you can pull off half of your road games, uh, and that's a pretty solid finish to to your season. So, to me, I always look at this, and I try not to get too upset or worked up or anything. As long as it's a close game and a battle, then I take that as one of those 50-50 results. So. I think Arkansas is going to carry the momentum into it, but I do also know that it's extremely difficult to get up, and it's a totally different deal where you've got everybody behind you. You're riding this continuous wave of momentum versus stepping into an environment where everybody's against you. Okay, Bob. I guess that's the answer he wanted, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We're going to squeeze in uh, Tim. Tim, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. Thanks, Randy. How's everybody What's today? Up, buddy? How are you, Tim? Good. Nope. I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Uh, Rick, I got to agree with you about the 93 game against Kentucky. But I think you have to, you know, it's like apples and oranges. When you're yeah. talking about Barnhill, that's right. It, it was so loud. 
yeah. in that arena that you can't compare that to Bud Walton. So here's how right. I'm going to do it. I'm going to say that was the loudest I've ever heard, and I was at that game. Yeah. The second was when Chris Porter uh, and Auburn came to Fayetteville, and I was yeah. sitting next to my brother, and we couldn't yeah, even speak one. because you couldn't yeah. hear each other. That's right. That was yeah. that was at the end of the game. That would be my second. My third, I would say, Trey, I agree with you, when, when – uh, uh, when Calipari got kicked out of the game last year, uh, that was probably the loudest that I've heard in a long, long time at that one instant. Uh, and then I go back to uh, Qualls dunk, and and that was that was pretty loud. But the Auburn game in Barnhill, I mean, in in Bud Walton was the loudest I've heard it this, uh, at, at a at a particular time. This last game was sustained loud the entire game. Uh, and when when uh, when their center fouled out, uh, that was that was pretty loud. But this game ranks up there, but I still say Auburn was was probably the loudest. All right, ninety-nine. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, with uh, Chris Davis and company. All right, Trey, have a great weekend. We'll talk with you on Monday. That is Trey Biddy of HogSports.com being brought to you by Asher. Racing.